Welcome to the Spiritual Intelligence Podcast, Awakening Your Inner Power with Daniel Martinez Stahl, where we will explore, discover, and integrate different aspects of our spiritual and human nature so that we can all thrive and live life with more grace and ease instead of struggle. Welcome to the Spiritual Intelligence Podcast once again. My name is Daniel Martinez Stahl, and with me today is the continuation of The Secrets of Life and the Mind Revealed. In today's lesson, we are going into the fifth lesson, which is entitled The Role of Thought and Free Will. It is part one of two. The reason that I have two different parts to speak about thought is because of the importance that I believe understanding the role of thought and how it works within our experience of life has on the quality of our experience, how we choose to utilize the gift of thought enables us to navigate life very differently and to allow the energy of thought to work more effectively and in line with our experience as opposed to innocently working against it. There's a lot to be said about thought, and the the term thought itself is oftentimes misunderstood because most people associate thought with the thinking that they have in their head the thinking that they create, the voices in their head that they listen to about their experience is what they associate with thought, which is true. That is a very fundamental aspect of thought. However, thought as a principle, as an energy that is fundamental to our experience of life is a broader description Thought as the energy that makes it possible for us to think includes the interpretation of our senses. Our senses bring in all kinds of data into the brain. The brain then interprets that data via the power of thought so that we can feel, so that we can experience, so that we can sense. So every experience that we have is a representation of thought brought to life, once again, by the gift of awareness, our consciousness. And even though there is a lot to be said about thought and the importance and value of understanding the role that thought plays in our experience, I want to emphasize the fact that what we are speaking about isn't so much about the mechanics and the mechanism of our experience. It is a fundamental understanding that we are already working within a base of well-being. We are working within a foundational structure of perfect mental health. We are working within a base of peace of mind and innate well-being. That is who and what we are. Now, the reason that thought is so important is because what makes us believe and what makes us think, what makes us feel 
that we are not whole, that we are not living from a place of peace of mind and innate well-being and perfect mental health, is the innocent thoughts that we're believing to be real in the moment, which, as I have said many times before, is a fundamental aspect of what it means to be human. Our human experience is driven by our experience are, hmm, how do I put this? Our experience of life in this human form is fundamentally based on the perception that the outside world is the world that we're living and experiencing moment by moment. As I have mentioned in the previous lessons, the truth of the experience that we have is at its core created by the internal experience and energy and power of thought awareness and the energy of life which is then projected outward so that we believe and perceive the outside world around us it i know that it can get very complicated and the illusion is so strong and so real and it's it's supposed to feel that way it's supposed to feel real so that we can experience life and live our emotions and our experiences and the world around us in order to learn and expand and desire for more and to grow and to develop our awareness, our experience, our capabilities, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So thought is a foundational and fundamental aspect of our experience. And as we understand how life works, that understanding itself gives us a different perspective and a different point of view of the role that our thoughts and our thinking is playing in our experience it gives us a different perspective and point of view on how thought is being utilized to create our experience moment by moment. And that understanding in and of itself is what allows us to shift our experience. Now, you will hear me say time and time again the value of giving our attention more towards the positive aspects of our thinking versus the negative aspects of our thinking. And as much as I say that, I fundamentally want to stress the fact that what really makes the biggest difference in my experience is recognizing that we are already whole, that there is nothing for us to change, there's nothing for us to fix, there's nothing for us to modify or improve upon we are and i will be the first to say that this is an area that i myself am learning more and more each day we are all working and living life to experience different experiences and all of our quote-unquote positive and negative experiences provide us with the opportunity to experience different things. When we experience things that we are not 
necessarily enjoying or that we would rather not experience, it helps direct our attention towards what we do want and what we do want to experience. Um, The difference then becomes from a perspective and point of view of allowing the contradictory experiences to be informational only as opposed to being focused on as our experience. So when we allow the the contradictory experiences to come into our awareness and we experience things that we don't want to experience or we would rather not experience or that we would choose not to experience, the intention is for us to then focus on what we do want the direction that we would like to go in, that we are going in already, living from that perspective and that point of view is what's going to allow us to invite the universal energies to create what it is that we want, as opposed to to focus on what we don't want. And so let me get back to the lesson within this course. Within the lesson plan, I begin with an image of a glass butterfly, and I think that's what it's called. Um, It's kind of nickname. It's a butterfly that has transparent wings, and it's a really beautiful image that really emphasizes the transparency of the butterfly's wings. And the reason that I wanted to include this image is because the more we're able to see thought for what it is in its transparent nature, as opposed to the opaque nature of thought, the easier it is for us to flow with the energy of life and to go with our experience and to be present with our experience without judgment, without criticism, and with love, compassion, and acceptance of ourselves and others. So this image really was purposely um, selected. The quote that I am using at the top of the lesson is from Sidney Banks. An important thing to realize is that universal mind and personal mind are not two minds thinking differently but two ways of using the same mind. Sidney Banks. And again, this quote really personifies exactly the message that I wanted to bestow upon you in these two next lessons uh, where I'm speaking about thought, is to look beyond the description and the structure that I'm describing and to look more towards where it's pointing, where it's coming from, recognizing that universal mind and personal mind are the same energy. They are just different representations of the same thing. Um, So let's get into the lesson. The first section is entitled The Nature of Thought. In the previous lesson, we went over the importance of our spirit-body relationship and how a lack of coordination between our body and soul can lead to personal struggle. 
It is my belief that the innocent misuse of thought, which is often created by the outside in misunderstanding, is a big factor in that misalignment. Understanding how thought works is therefore essential if we want to learn how to get out of our own way and experience life with more clarity, love, wisdom, and peace of mind. But understanding thought is more than just learning about its various characteristics. It's about understanding its origin and what form it takes in our personal consciousness. At the fundamental level, every thought we have comes from the formless energy of life, and it is created through the power of universal thought. What we are ultimately experiencing is the manifestation of that spiritual energy traveling through us in the form of personal thought. Not only does this spiritual power make our individual thought possible, but it also gives us the ability to create our own thinking with our free will. Thought, our ability to think, understand, and interpret, etc., is what we utilize to navigate, interact, and engage with life. As we go over some of the characteristics of personal thought later in this lesson, it will be helpful to remember that thought is often synonymous with our emotions because we cannot experience one without the other. In the third lesson, we described how our personal thought is instantly brought to life with the gift of awareness, allowing us to recognize it as an individual thought and or feeling its corresponding emotion. The next section is entitled, Thought Comes to Us. The inner workings of how the system chooses which personal thoughts are created and brought to life is beyond my level of understanding. However, it is a responsive system that takes into account our internal and external environment, including things like our state of mind, our intentions, our current thoughts, emotions, our perception of life in that moment, our memories, our beliefs, as well as our situation, our circumstances, and whatever else we are experiencing. Our feelings about the world at any given moment appear to be one of the most influential factors that determine the quality and type of thoughts we will have. It seems to be a literal case of like attracts like. For example, if we are frustrated about life, we will get more thoughts of frustration. If we are grateful about life, we will get more thoughts of gratitude. If we are angry with life, we will get angry thoughts. And if we are happy with life, we will get happy thoughts. Another way of saying this is that when we are in a low mood, we will generally have low-quality thoughts and thinking. And when we are in a better mood, we will generally experience better-quality thoughts and thinking. So what's the difference between thoughts and thinking? The word thought can be confusing because the same word is used to represent different aspects of thought. At its highest level is the formless energy or power of universal thought, which manifests into form at the personal level, as individual thought. But we have thoughts that come to us, which are out of our control, and we can also create our own thoughts with our free will, which is what I like to refer to as our thinking. The next section is all thoughts are the same. 
It doesn't matter if we recognize them as individual thoughts or we are only able to feel their emotional shadow. All thoughts are both neutral and transient until we give them meaning and attention. As soon as we choose to nourish a thought, it becomes stationary and it begins to shape our experience of life. We assign meanings and give importance to thoughts, either consciously or unconsciously, based on a series of predetermined thought-created models and beliefs, which we have been creating over time. The stickiness of a thought, so to speak, is directly proportional to the amount of energy, attention, it receives. Every thought is transient and translucent when it first comes into being, metaphorically speaking. When we give it meaning, it begins to turn opaque, and as we feed it with attention, it begins to take shape. The more we nourish it, the more it grows, and the more solid it becomes, even taking on different colors and textures with time. But as soon as we see it for what it is, which is nothing more than a form of transient energy made to feel real in the moment, it instantly loses all its intricate layers of dimensionality and returns to being simply fluid and translucent. But seeing our experiences as just transient energy and not solid and real can sometimes prove to be difficult. Not only because we are meant to feel our experiences as real, but because we also have seemingly good reasons for believing what we believe and for feeling what we feel. We all have areas in our life that appear to be very real and very solid, which makes it hard to see beyond the outside in illusion. We all have our particular blind spots, and we will awaken to their reality more and more as our understanding of life deepens. A lot can be said about the many different characteristics of thought, but for me the most important ones are Thoughts are transient except when we are giving them attention. A thought will feel more real and solid the more we think about it and the importance we give it. As long as thought is given attention, it will continue to shape our experience of life. These are all interrelated and each one is referring to the importance of choice, of how we use our free will to decide which thoughts we want to entertain, allowing them to become part of our life and which ones we simply allow to pass through as nothing more than a temporary form of energy. Next section, what's next? Understanding the difference between the power of universal thought and the experience of thought or thinking is very important, which is why this section is in two parts. The role our personal thinking plays in our experience of life is fundamental, but note that what you think is not nearly as significant as recognizing the fact that you think. Without the ability to think, you would not have an experience in the first place. Reflect on your capacity to think. Observe your own thoughts and its characteristics. Recognize the natural flow and transient nature of thought and the stickiness of your personal thinking. Notice how a new thought comes to you and how you then create more thinking about it in order to interact with it. In the following lesson, we will continue looking at the characteristics of thought and how we innocently choose to use our thoughts for us or against us.
As always, feel free to post questions or share your experiences in our Facebook community, The Spiritual Explorers, or you can send me an email or private message. And I finish the lesson with Soar and Explore with Love. Thank you for listening as always. I am grateful that you are part of this journey with me. I hope that you enjoyed this lesson and we'll come back for the next episode, which should be Lesson 6, Understanding Thought, Part 2. Until then, I leave you with lots of love. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you heard something new that invites you to reflect, to go within and deepen your own understanding of life and of our universal experience. If you enjoyed this conversation, please follow the podcast series on your favorite listening app and share this episode with others that you feel would enjoy it as well. Until next time, May we all soar with inspiration, explore with passion, and live with love.